All right, welcome back to another episode of Beards for Radio. Uh, once again, we have Farbar back on the show, and this is a very special edition. Uh, we are just doing a deep dive on the Avengers Endgame. So, as always, I'm Jeff. I'm Sasha. And I'm Farbar. Beards for Radio. There's those things I was, like, expected to see, but I didn't. Like, I wanted to see Hulk and Thanos fight, but we saw what happened. I was kind of disappointed with that. And then the way they did Thor, I'm still kind of, like, I see why they did it, but I wasn't really excited that, that they did do that. So what do you guys think about those two roles in Endgame? Well, yeah, like, I think they're setting up Hulk to be Professor Hulk, you know what I'm saying, to give – uh, Mark Ruffalo more lines, I want to say. You know what I'm saying? Because when he flips in the Hulk, you know, they, they, that one scene where he was like, he's like, smash something. He's like, ah, oh, smash, ah, oh, smash. So I think they want to give him more lines and get him more involved in the character itself. As for Thor, you know, I've been trying to have a Thor body for a long time now, and <laughs> I finally, finally have achieved dad bod thor so i'm i'm over the moon with it i'm i'm glad that it didn't make him like back to being fit uh, uh chris hemsworth once he grabbed uh you know stormbreaker and, and, and mojanir came back to him you know i'm glad he didn't flip back to you know the chiseled uh you know state he was in and i'm glad that they kept him fat you know what i'm saying Motherfucker, that is exactly what I was gonna say about the whole <laughs> having a body like thor. <laughs> I- I think they wanted to show like a god and a and you can say Hulk is close to a god ha- can be vulnerable and they can be broken by somebody. But I think that's like the reason was. But I'm hoping like they do like a Planet Hulk storyline in the future. But I don't think they would ever. See, I actually I like what they did with Hulk. Um, I I didn't follow the comics super closely, so I don't know if um that's something that actually happened. But, like, I thought it was smart because um, Bruce Banner is supposedly supposed supposed to be the uh, this genius mind. So, you know, if anybody could figure it out, he could. And I thought it played pretty well in the movie, too. Like, um, um, you know, Marvel, they kind of go back and forth between, like, action and comedy a lot. And I thought that sequence was really funny when we first meet um, the Hulk, who is speaking like a like a regular person. Right, when taking they, selfies with people. When they first caught uh, show the Hulk, I was like, "Oh, Thor's gonna be fat." And then when they showed Thor, he was fat. <laughs> I knew <laughs> they gonna do that. <laughs> yeah, that part was hilarious too. Um, I'm so happy that uh, nothing happened to Korg and Meek and uh, Valkyrie from Ragnarok. I thought yeah. I thought for sure they were dead, but I'm glad. I'm glad they're okay. Yeah, and like and like the whole time travel thing. What did you guys think about the whole time travel thing where you know they're on this like you can go back and you're not gonna change the future from the timeline that you're in, but you might, you know, start another timeline, you know, somewhere else. And like what do you think about how it was explained? Because, you know, us we're we're in the realm of Terminator. You go back or uh 
you go back and you, 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 you kill an animal and all of a sudden like your whole life changes or like, you know, the butterfly effect type deal, you know, you step on a butterfly and then the next, you come back to the future and your whole future is, you know, messed up. What do you think was your take on them not being able to mess with the future? I actually like that they kind of broke from what we normally see in uh, movies that deal with time travel. And I actually think it's pretty funny because, you know, the directors are Anthony and Joe Russo, who worked a lot in the sitcom community. And there's an episode where they, like, flip a coin to decide who goes to get a pizza, and it creates uh, six different timelines, you know? Right, right. So and there's like the darkest timeline and the best timeline and the real timeline. So I think it's funny because, you know, they, they wrote and directed that episode and then they've been such a big part of Marvel. Um, and we see that. But I also think uh, good on Marvel for not using time travel to like go back and fix any like continuity error, errors or anything from previous films. Like going back and being like, oh, yeah, uh, the Hulk had a. Or Bruce Banner had plastic surgery. That's why he looks different now or something like that, you know? Oh, yeah. It, it most definitely. I feel you on that one. Yeah, I thought it was refreshing. I thought when they did, they were talking about time travel, I thought the future is going to be changed and everything. And I didn't expect, uh, when you know, when they killed Thanos in the beginning and then the, the past yeah. of Thanos came back I mean, to the future, that, that I didn't expect. So that was uh, a shocker. But uh, yeah. When I like when I read uh, Infinity Gauntlet, there's like some snippets of similarities, but the, like some visuals are sim- similar. And uh, you read that one, uh, Sasha? I read parts of it, and I was, and I really wanted to see uh, Adam Warlock come into the fray. I wanted to see him unleash power. You know yeah, what I'm saying? The- they put it all on Captain Marvel, which was bullshit to me. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to see Adam Warlock come out in the fray, like like the original, like in the in the comic books, and you know him him take care of it and split up the stones, and you know start their own like the Infinity Gauntlet protector bullshit. You know, I wanted to see all that, but you know, that's why I expected too, because they kind of teased in Guardians with the. Uh... Uh, we were in, like, the cocoon. They said something about Adam Warlock, yes. and I was, yeah. like, excited. Yeah, and then, yeah, and then they, they – it was all – like, Captain Marvel's role was so – it was useless. There was, like, no reason for her to be in that movie. I don't know why they put it. And I was kind of disappointed with her role, too. It was kind of, like – for me, it was kind of forced, like, a little bit. I don't know if you guys felt yeah. that. But, like, every scene with her was just forced to me. And the movie felt forced, too, when – like, I felt like I have to watch that. And when I watched it, it was like nothing for it for me to watch. It was just boring and I right. know, didn't like it. We felt like we needed to see the Captain Marvel movie in order to fully get Endgame. But, yeah, it was totally unnecessary. Um, felt like Captain Marvel, she's ba- the way that they're portraying her right now in the movies, it kind it, she kind of just comes off as, like, Marvel's superwoman, you know? Yeah. Like, kind of make, make shit up go as they – make shit up as they go along. It was, Kevin was saying, like, she's part of the strongest Avenger, which is total horseshit. <laughs> I, like, Scarlet Witch is stronger. Hulk and Thor are at least the strongest, those three. But, I like, her role was just – I don't know. It was, there was no point. What I don't like is, is that I, I feel like 
when it hit Captain Marvel, things got a little more political. It got a little more PC. And like I, I don't I don't go to comic books and I don't go to these kind of movies, you know, to jump into the political realm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like when the, when the, when the chicks formed up at the very end against Thanos, I felt like that was so contrived and so pushed because real fans don't give a shit about the gender. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Real fans, they just like the characters. Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sit here and be like, Oh, push Captain Marvel because you know, it's some agenda. And I felt like it was that way. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't mess with my comic books. Don't do that. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I read, I, I, I'm in love with female characters, just like I'm in love with male characters when it comes to comic books, through DC and Marvel. You don't got to tell me and put it, push it into my face. You know what I'm saying? I guess, I guess that's what they had to do. Because like, even if you, when you saw the movie, oh, there was an Air Force commercial. Like, uh, who's, what's going to be your origin story? Like, they're pushing females in the Air Force. And, and oh, all of a sudden, there's a Marvel movie about a female Air Force who turned into soup. You know, it's like, don't push it in my face. If I want it, I'll go on C-SPAN or CNN or MSNBC or Fox or whatever poison people have in this country. I'll go on it then. But don't mess with my comic books. I get a, I, I, I go I go into that world to get away from all the bullshit. You know what I'm saying? And I and when and when Captain Marvel was implanted in the middle of Infinity Wars and Endgame, you could have put you could have remade Howard the Duck, right? You could no matter of fact, you could have re-released Howard the Duck from the '80s in between that, and it would have got you the same amount of money. Yeah, but whatever. No, I get it. Like. It's nice that they're trying some of that shit, I guess, you know, trying to please everybody. Um, but, yeah, like, that scene where, like, all of the female Avengers, you know, form, like, a, a, a wall for Peter Parker, you know, and go on to fight Thanos. Like, it, it could have come off a lot more natural, you know? Like, I definitely get what you're saying. Like, it did feel forced. Right. Like you don't you don't have to like I can't wait for this Dark Phoenix uh, um, movie to come out. You know what I'm saying? Because I like the, the fact that they kept the core of this, the same people. You know, like you don't have to hop in the political realm and push me to go see that movie. You know what I'm saying? I'm an alpha male. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a straight white alpha male, dude. Don't get me wrong. But I'm a go see Dark Phoenix like I'm a giddy little girl. And that's just that's just how I look at it. You don't have to push it to my face. You know what I'm saying? They have like really good uh like woman characters in Marvel too. Like I Nebula, Gamora, Scarlet Witch, Black Widow, like the list goes on. And I wanna see what they do with Nebula and Gamora. I think those two could have their own T V show and I don't know if when uh, Tony did the snap, I don't know if Gamora disappeared or she's still with Nebula and she's just trying to probably find her, her ways now and probably Nebula trying well- to find her and we probably go see her maybe in Guardians three, but yeah, well, Gamora's still alive because at the end, uh, Peter, Peter or uh, Star Lord Peter Quill is looking for her. You know yeah. what I'm saying? He's he's on a map looking for her. So the rest, the rest of the Guardians are there along with Nebula, and then they add on Thor, which I think opens a gateway for Beta Ray Bill to come in. Opens a gateway for Galactus to come in. Yeah. I think Marvel's Marvel's doing it how I wish DC would do it. They're they're ta- they're moving away from Iron- they killed Iron Man, you know what I'm saying? They dropped they dropped Captain America. They're like, okay, we hang our hats on these guys way too much. 
let's go a different direction and start bringing in these characters that only comic book fans really know about. You know what I'm saying? You Not do. hang their hats on Superman and Batman. You know what I'm saying? They right. said, you know what? We're getting rid of us, uh, Captain America, mm-hmm. our super, our Superman. We're getting rid of Iron Man, our Batman, and we're going the way of, uh, you know, different characters that we've developed. You know what I'm saying? And and I don't know. I just think I just think they have they can go so many ways, Marvel now. And with the you guys saw the new Spider-Man trailer? Yes. Yeah. So they they're saying the multiverse. So do you think they could bring the X Men through the multiverse, or they go just see like what they go do with that? I want to see Silver Surfer. I want to see uh, Galactus. I do want to see the X Men, and uh, I want to see Ghost Rider too. I think that would be cool. Right, and with the Spider Man, which makes it so awesome because. Spider-Man has some of the best best villains. You know what I'm saying? He's he's like he's like Batman yeah. to me. Like Batman yeah. has some of the best villains. When it comes to Marvel, Spider-Man has the best villains. You no, know, he has Mysterio in this. You know what I'm saying? We've already saw the Vulture. We've already saw that there's Scorpion in the mix. The Shocker is in the mix too. So what comes next? You can you can make standalone movies and then finish it off with a Sinister Sinister Six movie with Spider-Man. You know what I'm saying? You can go so many ways with that. With the multiverse. I was reading that there was a scene in um that they wanted to do where they have Tobey Maguire's and Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man meet up with Tom Holland's Spider-Man for a second and like get all fucked up and then go their separate ways. I think that would be a pre- pretty cool scene. I gotta find that article. And I'll, I'll send it to you guys. But they can go so many ways with with uh with Spider-Man. And you know? there's like different Spider-Man too. You know Miles Morales, and then there's so many other ones. And uh. What, right. what other villains you want to see with Spider-Man? I, I still want to see another Green Goblin. I know they already portrayed it, but I want to see a re- like. I know Venom, the, the movie Venom came out. I want to see Carnage. I want to see Venom, Carnage, and Spider-Man interaction, but it seems like that's going to be a different universe, and they might not bring those two, which kind of is a different I want- I want to see the original Sinister Six. I want to see, yeah. we've already seen Vulture. We're seeing Mysterio. Um, Doc Ock, we've seen uh, things of Doc Ock. We see things of Electro. We've seen things of Sandman. Craven the Hunter was part of the original Sinister Six. So I want to see those guys. I want to see a build up to the Sinister Six movie because Doc Ock is a great, is a great villain, you know? Yeah. So, so I would like to see that too. We've seen, we've seen Scorpion, Shocker, they're still in the mix and they were, you know, quote unquote, part of the Sinister Six. They, you know, they move chess pieces around. Hobgoblin, you know, would be a cool one to see. But yeah, I know, dude. I know Kingpin is with the Daredevil sh- series. Like he did a great job with Kingpin, and Kingpin is originally a, a Spider-Man villain, so that that would have been cool. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if they're gonna put him in there now because since that's that's big part was the, the Daredevil TV show, and that just got canceled, I believe. Yeah, don't be surprised if they're not grabbed by you know, Disney just Disney just got uh, uh control of Hulu. So yeah. don't be surprised if those movies, those shows don't get a rise on Hulu and, or Disney Plus. You know what I'm saying? Because Disney is gonna blow up everything come come November December to the point where I'm reading articles where Netflix is gonna start doing advertisements. You're paying Netflix now. You gotta start having advertisement because they can't make enough money. Yeah. And I and, and you know what? It makes it easier for me to cancel Netflix once Hulu and uh, you know Disney Plus and ESPN Plus all get bundled together. That's true. But uh, we so 
when I came in, I was I I kind of felt like two character was going to die. I I said to me, I was like, if Black Widow dies, it's gonna be Captain, and I thought was, if Hawkeye's gonna die, it's gonna be Iron Man. But it was Black Widow and Iron Man. So to me, I thought Iron Man had a perfect death, and I'm kind of upset that Black Widow's death, but I see why they did it. But uh, to me, I knew like Iron Man's gonna die because the whole like series with his his movies was kind of battling like death and. Like he knew that's gonna happen and just win, and I thought it was like a beautiful send off. Yeah, and he had talked about how the first attack on New York from uh, the original Avengers movie has stuck with him for so long, and you know that led to him and Banner to make Ultron because of the the vision that um uh, what's her name Scarlet Witch put in his head. You know, like I feel like. Um, you know, and kind of knowing that the world was protected and he had his, like, young, you know, up-and-coming superhero and Spider-Man, like, yeah. I thought it was fitting, and, you know, he's he's done, like, what, nine movies as Iron Man slash Tony Stark, uh, Robert Downey Jr. has, like, you know, I feel like that's definitely a good amount of movies. We haven't seen, you know, aside from, like, um, Oh, uh, what's his name as Wolverine? Um, Hugh Jackman. Aside from Hugh Jackman, Wolverine, I don't think we've seen anybody play the same superhero character that many times in in the movie. But yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, ahead, I think he's Mark. a perfect, perfect, perfect comic book casting of all time. I just wanted to add that in, but keep going. Yeah, and then um, Captain America, I I was. You know, maybe it maybe it kind of screws up whatever timeline he went back to, but I, I I really like the fact that they gave him his life back. You know, like he had served, he done he did his time in you know the modern world, and you know he went back to to bring the stones back, and you know like you said he tried some of that life they were talking about, and I I thought that was a really good ending for Captain America, um, and you know it's kind of like humbling seeing him as a as you know how old as he should be because he is like a hundred years old by now so like yeah seeing him as as like an actual old man like it was humbling and i thought it was it was a good way to end the movie overall so a couple years ago they had an agent carter show with uh you know peggy Carter was the lead and yeah it was talking about like like there was some sitting there, like her lover and they're trying to see but they wouldn't tell it and then in the throughout the movie you tell like, you know she got married, but they wouldn't say who. So I think it was, like, Steve Rogers the whole time. So it was kind of, like, playing out, but he probably kept him, like, in the low so it won't mess up the whole, you know, the future. Yeah. Right. And, 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 and Agent Carter was a good show, too. I wish it was still going. Yeah, that was really interesting. But she also has the line in uh, Winter Soldier where she met her uh, – uh, Peggy met her husband from um, – uh, one of the people that were freed by Captain America in the first in the first Avenger, right? So yeah, and it, I I heard a, I heard a crazy theory about you know the, uh, Captain America's run back in time to get the soul to, to take the soul take the stones back. So he goes to take the soul stone back. Who's he gonna run into when he takes the soul stone back? Red Skull. Red Skull. Red Skull. So like, I want to know what happens. When Captain America shows up and he's like, "What the fuck? You know, where the, I, I haven't seen you for years, bro." 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I want to know what happens there. There has to be some kind of backstory there. And there's another backstory. Well, there's another thing that comes from that. When he does go back, he bargains to, you know, to stole some back. He gets uh, Natasha back. He gets um, Black Widow back. And instead of actually going back and uh, marrying Peggy, uh, he just he just dances with her. And then him and Natasha live live out the rest of their lives together. Yeah. And um, they said, whoever dies first, you know, you know, you come back because Natasha has like a Natasha herself. It has like a knockoff knockoff Russian, you know, super soldier serum. In her. It's not it's not as potent right. as uh, Captain America's, but it's somewhat, you know, what I'm saying. So people are kicking around this theory that he went back. He, he made a deal with the Red Skull, with the Soul Stone. He got Natasha back. He didn't really marry Peggy. He just danced with her because, you know, he just, you know, he couldn't do it in the future because she's dead. So he danced with her one last time. And then him and Natasha uh, got together and, and stayed married because he didn't want to mess up Peggy's right. you know, life with her husband, her kids, her, her, her niece. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I don't know. It, 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 it's a pretty good theory, but I don't I don't know how, you know. It's, How, uh, you know, it's just a theory. Yeah, the Russos already said that uh, Captain was always going to end up with Peggy. So Cap could have like lied and tell her like, you have to tell, like, like Captain saved your husband, but he is Captain. But you could kind of say like Captain did save Steve Rogers' uh, life to serum because he you know he wanted to be a soldier and they wouldn't let him, so he did fulfill his dream because of the serum, but. I think like the whole the way they set up from Iron Man to Avengers were was fantastic. I know there was like one phase like with the it was a Thor the Dark was a Dark World and then was the Iron Man three like that those movies were bad. But I know there was like a situation with like top executives and like Kevin. Yeah. So Kevin, that's when Kevin was like, you either pick me or pick the other guy, or he leaves and they they pick Kevin because the other guy wanted like do more toys and focus on that. And Kevin actually wanted to bring Spider-Man earlier and same for Captain Marvel, Marvel around like age of Ultron. But he was like, no, you can't do that. And all that. But he wanted the other guy went in humans to bring more toys. And Kevin made a deal with him. Like I'll, I'll bring, if you let me bring these, I'll bring in human. And then it was just getting so bad. He just went to the top executive. He's like, I quit. Or you, or I just be my own boss or something like that. So right, he's like, I quit or I go to D, I go to DC and make them good. <laughs> was the other guy George Lucas? <laughs> <laughs> I I forgot who the other guy's name was, but I thank God they they went with Kevin because Inhumans yeah. that with the like ABC and that went to like shit quick. Horrible, horrible. Was, did you like, reason, did you watch Agents of Shield? Anyone watch Agents of Shield here? I saw to the point when they just they stopped doing ghostwriter and they went to the AI thing. I didn't I, I didn't like the AI, but the way they did ghostwriter was sweet. And it they, was. And then they kind of give a like a snippet of a what's his name Johnny as a, his name is Johnny right? The one Johnny Reyes. Yeah. Oh no, the first ghostwriter. What was his name? I keep forgetting. Oh um, God! Oh my God! Johnny Blaze. Place, yeah, and then they showed him, and then like it give a whole like oh a ghostwriter series, and I think there there is might going to be a ghostwriter series, but I also want to see a blade. They saying they want to bring back blade. I think that would be cool. Yeah, I I read a blade versus Wolverine. 
It's, yeah. If you would you not go see a Blade versus Wolverine movie? That's like a Batman versus Red Hood. That's what we want to see. This is the stuff that we want to see as comic book fans, dude. Like I would, I would definitely stand in line to watch Blade versus Wolverine. Hugh Jackman versus uh, Wesley Snipes. Come on, dude. They should bring Bill, billions. They should bring Wesley Snipes, and I hope Hugh Jackman comes back a Wolverine. I hope. Or right. Wolverine Deadpool interaction that was uh, amazing too and Deadpool right. and Spider-Man since they you know they have Fox now they can do all these you know these uh, movies so right. I just was I hope they keep uh, Deadpool rated R yeah oh, they're gonna now that they have Hulu Hulu's gonna be their rated R go-to you know what I'm saying if they because because right, right when the, the, these stuff are done they're gonna they're gonna throw them on their streaming services as quick as they get out of the theaters as quick as they get done making DVDs and special edition stuff from them they're throwing them on Hulu and they're throwing them on Disney plus just like that. That, that that that's what they're setting it up for that's what I honestly believe and they're just taking over the market man this is, this is gonna be like almost like a monopoly yeah <laughs> Disney is yeah. I they they're already monopoly. They're just a powerhouse right now. They got Star Easily. Wars and Marvel. That's insane. And you know what? I almost want to buy DC. Please buy DC. Please, <laughs> please buy DC, and then you know start doing something good with these characters that DC has because we talked about it yesterday. We don't need to go on. But Joe, how how the end game ended? How did you like how the end game ended? Did you were, were you was it lackluster? Was it just right? Was it more than you expected? I definitely wouldn't lack, but yeah, the, it definitely had the moments that I was looking for. Where you know you got the chills, like when uh, Thanos is back from well, he's back from the past, but he's in the future slash present, you know, and he's like sitting around waiting for Nebula to bring him uh, the stones, and you know, Iron Man and Captain America and Thor with both Stormbreaker and Mjolnir are kind of like converging on him, you know. And then during that battle, um, that was probably the most shocking moment was when you see Mjolnir lift up while Thor is being choked. It goes right past them and it goes into the hands of Captain America. Like, first time I saw it, you know, you know, there was a lot of people in the theater like, oh, you know, gasping. I was like, oh, shit. Like, it was <laughs> it was crazy, you know. Like, it kind of, like, brought me back to uh, Age of Ultron when everybody was uh, trying to pick up Mjolnir off the table and Thor's yes. kind of with his feet crossed. He's like, whatever. And then uh, Steve Rogers, like, kind of nudges it a little bit. And you see, like, the, the worried look on Thor's face. <laughs> yeah, that was like the most shocking moment and then you know the best was just when everybody came back like they threw it back to the opening of uh, Winter Soldier when you hear Sam over the speaker and he says Captain like on your left and you're like right. what and then Doctor Strange is open up the, opening up the portals for everybody and here comes Black Panther I was glad I personally was glad Black Panther oh. came in in first uh, because like I think I think Black Panther and Captain America have this kind of relationship, especially going through what they went through with the, you know, with the the Civil War and uh, the the Winter Soldier. You know, what I'm saying I, it was it was fitting because you know they were on totally opposite ends of the spectrum to begin with, and for them two to be like right there with each other, you know, uh, at the very end, I think it, it shows a it shows a very growing relationship 
in the MCU. They both kind of have the same values. It, it's kind of it's sweet that like someone from like an old decade and a new decade have like some similar like attributes. And uh, yeah, when I when I was about to watch the movie, there was something like I wanted to see Steve Rogers say, uh, here say Avengers Assemble, and the way they did that was amazing. And then, right. like, I didn't expect him uh, lifting Thor's hammer. I know it happens in the comics, but I didn't know they're going to put it in there. So when that happened, like, my brother called it. He's like, uh, he, when the right when the hammer dropped, he's like, oh, Captain's going to pick it up. I was like, yeah, right. And then it just flew out. I, I just looked at my brother. Like, my mouth is open. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> that was insane, man. <laughs> and then when he was using yeah. the shield and the hammer, like, back and forth, just, just whooping Thanos. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. You know, like, like I feel like movies, if movies don't do fourth, you have to have goosebumps in a movie, right, for it to be good, no matter what. But I feel like movies have to do, like, movies have to do, like, four things to you. They have to make you go, oh, my God, or have that holy shit moment like Joe was talking about. They have to make you laugh. They have to make you cry. And they have to make you laugh cry. You know what I'm saying? And it, it hit every single emotion for me, dude. Like, yeah. <laughs> like it was just the culmination of 10 years, like in all that last 25 minutes, dude, it was just like, whoa, too much input overload. But it was just like, you needed it. You know what I'm saying? How about that? I was just sitting there just waiting for the cub set up so he could just start fighting, man. The confidence. (laughs) Thanos is a bad, he's a bad motherfucker, dude. I don't care what, you know, he's gone. He might be gone in the MCU world, but Thanos is a bad motherfucker. Even in the comics, he was a bad man. Like he, I think they there was some stuff, and I remember like uh, like reading. They kind of like took some powers away for the movie because I don't, I think they didn't want him to be like super powerful. But he's a bad dude. But yeah. the right, way, right. And the, like it, in the Infinity Wars, it seems like like you know how movies formula is. They like they set up a battle, and then the battle happens, and the movies end. And I know it was, I thought it was, since it's two parts, I thought that the first movies would be a setup, and then the 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 second movies would be like an all out like brawl. I didn't expect like Thanos go win, but then when like right when Infinity War like started, it just started the whole like the whole battle, and they weren't prepared, and you know Thanos won. You could say there's some parts you people could say like Thanos technically kind of won because he like two of the Avengers are are gone, you know. Right. Right. At first, he did accomplish his goal. You know, yeah. he did do the snap. And, you know, then, like he said, he was going to try to do it double time, you know, because he said half of the population that was left was not grateful for what they had been given. So I need to I need to break it all down to the last atom and make, you know, a, a grateful generation or whatever he said. Right, right. So... Now that we know what happens, you know, Tony, the, uh, you know, Tony's gone, Cap's gone, you know, um, that little kid from Iron Man 2, did you guys notice that he was at the funeral? Yeah, Iron Man 3, at first I didn't notice it, then my, my brother pointed it out, so I was kind of right, like, I have to do something with him now. I noticed it, and I was like, who the hell is this kid? And then I realized it was the kid from Iron Man 3, so I was like, oh, right. okay, all right. Yeah, I didn't notice it until I, like, uh, read, like, uh, like uh, some someone put a meme up where and circled the kid and he's like, "This kid's like get the fuck out." So I went and looked and yeah. So I don't know if he's gonna pick up the mantle or not. But where do they go from here? Like, what are you excited for and what do you want to see and what have you heard from Phase Two? 
here's a burning question for me. Um, why are Peter Parker and his friends still in high school? That's another one I was going to ask. <laughs> when I it's just been, saw when it's been five years? Yeah. And then also, Ant-Man's daughter is like a grown-up, but when he like went into the... Uh, what was it she called? Was like, uh, nine yeah, and ten. Five years old or something. Yeah, so like the years don't add up. So that was weird to me. <laughs> she looked more like 18 than 15. Like, yeah. Makes sense for her to be like fifteen or fourteen or something, but yeah, like she did look a lot older than than uh whatever age she's supposed to be. Um, you know, I'm I'm probably not going to be as committed to the next phase as I have been up to this point, in all honesty. Cause, um, but you know, the the franchises I'm excited to follow are uh, the Asgardians of the Galaxy, uh, mm-hmm. Black Panther, Ant Man. And uh, Spider-Man, you know, like, I feel like those, that's the next wave. Like, we're moving on from Thor and Captain America and Iron Man to these next phases. Even though Thor is still included, it's not a Thor movie, you know? Right. He, he's a character. He's not, he's not now the lone uh, protagonist, which I like. He's a, he fits really well with a lot of characters. And I've, I love that scene at the end where... <laughs> He's in Quill's ship, and he's like, oh, yeah, you're totally in charge. Of course. Of course. You know, he's like, <laughs> you, say, you say I'm in charge, but then you touch the map, and you start playing with it. <laughs> right. And and I'm, and I'm with you on Spider-Man. I think Spider-Man, you can, you know, they, they've, they, re, I, I can't believe they successfully relaunched Spider-Man, like, a fourth time, you know what I'm saying, or a third time, and uh, they can run with it. There, there's so many good villains that they can run run wild with it, open a multiverse, it can even run wilder with it. You know what I'm saying? The reason why what me and you were talking about um uh last episode was if they do the flashpoint, they can open it wide open, but they don't want to do that. Whatever. But other than Spider Man, I'm looking forward to seeing the black the Black Widow prequel because I heard that um Taskmaster is supposed to be the main villain in this one. Now see, that's another like a villain uh, or a character in Marvel that not a lot of people know about unless they read the comic books. You know what I'm saying? So they're they're bringing these these characters in the fray that I think that, uh, that a lot of people don't know that are really cool. And I think that that to me is be a cool standalone. But like you said, the 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 Guardians of the Galaxy three and even the Eternals. The Eternals is going to be a really really fucking cool one because they already casted uh, Angelina Jolie. Uh, they already casted um, Richard Mann, and that's that's a guy. If you guys watch Game of Thrones, uh, Rob Stark, he's the yeah. oldest Stark son. He's 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 gonna play Icarus, and you know, out of that, you know, what could come out of that, Thanos's brother, Eros, could yeah. come out of that. He finds yeah. out that Thanos is dead. He's pissed off. You know what I'm saying? Next thing you know, you got another baddie for a few a few movies. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that, there's another way they can go with it. And then uh, Guardians of the Galaxy three, which I'm like giddy as hell about, is that they. They already, uh, they already uh, confirmed that Beta Ray Bill is going to be in this. Now you bring Beta Ray Bill in the fold, him and him and Thor are Oath brothers. He gets Stormbreaker. They're kicking ass. Galactus comes in the fray. You know all these, all these big, like baddies can come out, dude, and it can just phase two can go a completely sep- different direction and uh, bring people more into the Marvel universe, man. So I think I'm excited for phase two. I'm, I think I'm more excited for phase two than I was for phase one. 
I think well, uh, phase four. Phase four. My bad. I want to see what they do with X Men. I want to see what they do with X Men. You think if they go since you brought in two big bads, they could do like a, like Galactus and then some a different another big bad for Avengers, and then at the end it will be like those two big bads team up, and then X Men and Avengers has to team up together to face those guys. That would be cool. Hey, hey, hey man, see, that's that's a great way to think about it. Yeah. So I want to see maybe like Nova would be cool, but I want to see Adam Warlock. Like I was, I wanted to see him like earlier with interaction with Thanos, but I want to see a, a Warlock movie. That would be cool. Did you did you hear the, the casting rumors for Adam Warlock? No, I didn't see no casting rumors. Who, who are they? Uh, I think it was Zach Zach Efron, and I think it'll be perfect, dude. Because I think Zach Efron's such a good ass actor. I think he plays that like. He's got the look. He, 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 you paint that dude gold. He, he, his, his body already looks like a fucking Ken doll anyway. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's like, and then he has that cocky attitude with it. I just watched that uh, that Ted Bundy movie with him in it, dude. Such yeah. a good actor, bro. That that is that would be a great good casting. That to me would be up there with Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man. I I hope he doesn't pass on it, and I hope the execs don't go another way because I think Zach Efron would be awesome for Adam Warlock. Who do you think they will cast the Wolverine? Because I, I think Hugh Jackman is done with it unless he comes back. But I wanted Tom Hardy, but it seems like he's going to be Venom. But No, yeah. You know what I want? I want my fucking dude, Keanu fucking Reeves. That's who I want <laughs> as, be cool. as Wolverine, man. That would be sweet. How about Jim Halpert? He's ripped now. No, no. Because you know what? I watched that one Prime show Um God, what is it? Jack Ryan. He plays Jack Ryan on the uh, Amazon Prime, and I watch it. And I just, uh, he, he, you can't, you I can't, I cannot see the right office. Now. I can't see right. You're right, Joe. You, I can't not not see Jim Halpert. Yeah, you notice I didn't just call him John Krasinski. I called him Jim Halpert. <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't see him as Wolverine. I don't know. I was just pulling names. But I dream. Oh, go ahead. I just hope Hugh Jackman comes back, man. I can't see anybody else as Wolverine. Like Tom Hardy would be cool, but like to me, like Wolverine is Hugh Jackman. <laughs> I mean, even I, I would like to see Doctor Doom come back in the mix if they bring in a uh, Fantastic Four, Silver Surfer, Doctor yeah. Doom talk. You know, like oh my, like, there's so many ways they can go, man. <laughs> oh my God, I that was another one I was talking to my brother. I, said, I hope Doctor Doom. I I sure about that. Should, oh my God, yes. Doctor Doom, Ford, yes. <laughs> I, I'm okay with not showing the Fantastic Four. I don't even care about those guys. But Doctor Doom, Silver Surfer, yes, please. I hope. Yeah, you know, a, a dream project I would love to see done, and we've kind of talked about it on here. And Farbar, you mentioned it earlier. Um, I would love to see like a Nebula and Gamora backstory movie or something like that. Those two had like great interaction, and like, I will love to see a show. I want to see what like Thanos like right. putting Nebula through because she's they broken were, like, the way she acts. Yeah, and they weren't the only adopted or regular children of Thanos either. Like you could have like a whole you know Thanos, you know, all in the family type of thing. <laughs> Imagine right. your father be Thanos. Holy shit! <laughs> So when you kill one person, that's not enough, and they start beating shit out of you. <laughs> you know what I, I hope Marvel does? Like, 
like when I was watching uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., there was a point where, you know, they had the Civil War happen. You know what I'm saying? And they mentioned the Civil War in it. And, uh, you know, uh, Samuel L. Jackson made a cameo on the show as Nick Fury. And like when when the movie was released and they made like references to the movie, and when the movie was done with, when it came back the next season, the movie impacted some parts of the season. You know what I'm saying? I hope they really do this with um, – the movies going forward and the shows that they bring to Disney plus and or Hulu, you know? So I, I, I hope you have to like interact with, you know, or we're watching this show and Oh my God. Now, uh, you know, uh, black Panther two's coming out. Well, you know, if you watch this show, they talk about it and they set it up and you know, this episode, and when you come back, you watch the other season and what forward and whatnot. So I think Marvel has everything that, uh, what me and Far want to see out of DC? Yeah. Also, I wonder what they gonna do with Bucky and Falcon. I know Falcon's gonna be a new captain, and then we'll see what those two are gonna happen. But I know, like they made like Bucky more like Hydra in the movies. Wasn't in the comics he was more like the Soviets, the Russians, and then I know like Black Widow knew Bucky before he uh, be- like she became an Avenger and all that. So right, but, maybe they, but he, he he was Soviet. That's why he had that uh, red star on his on his shoulder, and there were everything that was said. I, Soviet kind of right. I think I think you know it was after so the Cold War, right? I think what happened to Bucky was it happened during the uh, after World War II in the Cold War. He got captured by the Soviets, who were you know because Soviets and Americans were fighting the Cold War for basically like the ingenuity and the engineering of the Germans, you know what I'm saying? So I think uh, Bucky got caught behind those lines. Yeah, and then maybe, like, I want, I thought they, that was another, maybe you could say, a missed opportunity with Black Widow and uh, Winter Soldier. Like, in the Winter Soldier, it seemed like she knew, like, who he was, and they made, like, the Winter Soldier, like, a legend. Like, people didn't believe he was, like, real, but he, he was. But, like, it seemed like it, but I wanted to I want to see more of uh, Bucky and then uh, Falcon too, and see how right. like they, because getting becoming the next Captain America is gonna be like a hard task. It's gonna be like a hard like big shoes to fill in. So you know he's gonna have some battles between that to see what happens. Right. I think that that will be will be a better sh- as a show and not a movie. So maybe the whole Hulu thing could be turned out good. So I'm excited about that. But I wanted them to bring back Daredevil, Punisher, and uh, I didn't care about the Iron Fist, but Luke Cage was cool. Was cool. So they better bring those guys. I like Luke Cage. A lot of people are saying, yeah, Luke Cage is okay. I like Pun- I like Punisher a lot, dude. I, if they're going to go yeah. forward with Punisher, they better keep John, John uh, Bruce and Paul, whatever his name is. They better keep that dude, dude. They better keep that dude. Shane from Walking Dead. <laughs> If they replace him, I'm going to call foul. You know what I'm saying? But, like, yeah, I liked it all. I didn't like Iron Fist. I thought he was just a nerd. You know what I'm saying? Seeing him, he was he was, uh, he was was uh, uh, the gay lover in uh, in Game of Thrones. And, like, he was so, like, weak and pansy in that, in that show that it didn't transition over well into playing, you know, the Iron Fist. I don't know. But I, I, I enjoyed the game. A lot of people said they didn't like it. I thoroughly enjoyed it, man. I enjoyed it. I, I thought Luke Cage was sweet. Punisher was when I first, when season two came out and then they did the half of it was with the Punisher. That was to me was like the highlight of like all of that. I was like, I need more Punisher. And Daredevil yeah. was 
oh my god, season three was fantastic too. And then, yeah, they better bring those guys in. I'll be so upset if they recast it and just reboot it for no reason. Yeah. But I don't know if they would because in in those movies they had they talked about like the whole like you could see like Avengers problems happen in the newspaper and then you see like the effects of uh, all those movies. So if they recast it, they have to explain like that too. So or maybe they're just done with it. But uh, if they do bring in X Men, I wonder what they're gonna do with Scarlet Witch because. You know, Scarlet Witch is uh, Magneto's daughter, so they have to, like, find out, like, she's a mutant, and then they probably have... Right. That's how they can probably bring in uh, X-Men. Right, so they yeah. have to, like, explain that a little bit, because right now in the MCU, Scarlet Witch was um, pretty much, like, made by uh, that one dude in um, Age of Ultron. I forget his name, though. She, she was made he by was the, the Stone. The Hydra dude. Yeah. Yeah. So, so they have made, yeah, what they could say is that she always had side of it, and then she just needed something to awaken it. And, right. Another way they could do it, you know how, and you guys watch Logan, right? Yeah. Yes. You know, how, you know how they explain? Well, that was in the future, though, so they can't really do that. But you know how they said the doctor they put something in the food so mutants won't they won't come back like their their mutant gene would be shut down, so they just be born as regular human. So I said, that's a way they could probably do it, and then that guy opened that 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 mutant gene. But I don't think they will do that. But oh, but imagine if they bring Magneto in and Doctor Doom, all those guys in. DCB needs to step up if they that do do that, man. <laughs> yeah, I think they're I think they're super super duper busy over there, Marvel Studios, man, and Disney. They're they're super busy, man. I think they're gonna give us something that. That we really want. I hope they do. I, I so hope they do. So, from all the Marvel movies, like rank your top five. Mm-hmm. Your top five from from all of from Iron Man to Avengers uh, Endgame. God, this is a, this is a tough one to just go off uh, off the head, but I think Iron Man One is definitely to me my favorite. I think it it, it set the precedence for you know what what came. I think I, I loved how, you know, they incorporated the old Iron Man suit and, you know, how he, like, got out of everything and, you know, came to be and got, wanted to get rid of, you know, being a warmonger type dude. So I think Iron Man 1 definitely, to me, is the number one MCU film. But um, you guys, what do you guys think for your number one? Guardians. For me. Uh-huh. Guardians like pulled me back in, you know. I was kind of like, I thought it was all like played, and I was kind of done with um, the MCU. And when I saw uh, the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie, I was kind of, I was really pulled back in. And those are still my favorite characters right now. Um, but yeah, Iron Man one is great. Thor Ragnarok is great. Um, you know, I, the first Avengers also still really uh, sticks out to me, but. Yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy number one. Uh that's that's definitely my favorite. I like Infinity War. I like Infinity War. That was my favorite. And then I'll say second. Second might be Winter Soldier. And then then Iron Man. And then I'll probably say Thor Ragnarok and this 
it's tough. I, like right now, I'm like a big. Uh, I feel like I'm missing something. Right. But, I mean, there's twenty. There's twenty seven movies. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. I really enjoyed. I, I really enjoyed I've, the um the Hulk movie with um Edward Norton. I think the scene yeah. where you know he's stuck in that he's stuck in that bridge between buildings and he goes off, dude and. You know, that's yeah. when uh, Tim Roth Tim Roth becomes Abomination and th- their whole deal where, like, they're literally, like, ripping cars apart and beating each other with cars to the point where, you know, it's just, like, an engine block left he's beating them with. That was I, – I enjoyed Hulk. I wish that Edward Norton would have stayed as the Hulk. I think he was a perfect, you know, especially with his um, being in Fight Club and, you know, doing what he's done. He's, he's that right mix of geeky and – Okay, he's got some cred, you know what I'm saying? So Man, I, I really enjoyed that, that Hulk. Time. Yeah, and Homecoming. I really liked Homecoming too. Yes, Homecoming was great. I think Black Panther was great too. That is what your least favorite your least favorite Marvel movie. Oh man, I, I liked them all except Thor Dark World. That was like the the worst movie. I I'm 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 I was I'm so over him being oh oh my god, Natalie Portman oh, it's like shut up. This no. they made a Thor movie they made it like two Thor movies and then they explore Asgard or space or like the gods. They just try to explore like his love story. I was like, what is this shit? <laughs> no, the first movies I didn't really like and then Age of Ultron I felt like could have been a lot better. Yeah. I feel like that was forced. I don't and I uh, what's his name? I, I think Josh Sweden was probably like halfway through the door, so yeah, I don't think he really cared right. and didn't want to do it anymore. Yeah. Well I think Guardians was like one the first movie when like uh Kevin Feige had like more power. Like that's when he broke right. off from that one guy. So he and wanted Guardians, to bring more those were characters that a lot of people didn't know about until the movie yeah. came out. So he wanted to do more characters than like people didn't care really know, and then also have like sm- directors who who people didn't really know too, and give them like something new. So like Thor Ragnarok director, and then the like the Guardians characters, and so on. Right, because these aren't these aren't like new characters. These guys have been around since like the seventies. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, like they're bringing these uh, old characters in the mix and they're bringing them to fresh eyes. You know what I'm saying? Because these kids aren't going to go back into the to the catalogs and and of of comic books and read this stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like I do. I I have I have a subscription where I can just go on my phone and go back to any comic book I want in the Marvel and the Star Wars, you know, saying the Marvel, it's called Marvel Unlimited. So I go back and I read stuff that, you know, I want to catch up on, you know, or like uh, revisit. But like these kids aren't going to do that. They'd rather go watch a two hour movie and let it get explained to them. And then, and then that's what pisses me off. But like Captain Marvel comes in the fray and they're like, Oh yeah, Captain Marvel. It's like, you realize Carol Danvers is like the seventh incarnation of Captain Marvel. The first one was a man. The second one was a, was the little black girl that was in the movie. That's who should have been Captain Marvel, in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? But they go with the seventh incarnation, uh, 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 a blonde white chick with, uh, I want to speak to your manager haircut, you know? So, <laughs> you know it is what it is you know saying so do you want to throw that stuff in front of their faces but the real fans the real fans who 
who have been known this stuff and who read this stuff and and if they don't read it they educate themselves on it you know what i'm saying no and that's what that's what just uh, captain marvel i'm gonna put i'm gonna put that right under thor dark world 2 as one of the worst marvel movies that was made out of the mcu i i think thor dark thor dark world i didn't like captain marvel i think it was nothing special you can say Iron Man three because they they kind of screw up the Mandarin, but Kevin just came out and said the Mandarin, the real one, is alive and they might bring him in. So I don't know what where they will put him in the mix, but that would have been cool. And uh, like those are the only ones I could think of that I didn't really care for or liked. Yeah, see, I don't have a strong opinion either way on the Captain Marvel movie because I just thought it was kind of like unremarkable, like. It wasn't terrible. It was just, you know, it was there. You know, like it was like there, like right. Like if the the release date was close to Avengers, and they was trying to promote, like you need to watch this, watch this to watch Avengers Endgame. But I was like, there's no point of that. Like it was, it was just stupid to me. But back to like Guardians, right. like when they was thinking about doing Guardians, people were like, oh. Like I'm shocked they're picking these guys because like no one knew about the Guardians, but they took a chance and it's one of their like their best sellers. And plus, like their merchandise sales for Guardians could be through the roof with Groot and then Raccoon and so forth. My wallet literally right. has Baby Groot on it. Yeah. So props to Marvel like taking those chances. I hope DC start doing those, but because I want to see like a Constantine. I know they're doing Swamp things for DC, but like those characters, I expect them not to do anything with them. Right, right. Like those, like Swamp Thing. I, it, the trailer looks fucking awesome. Yeah. Dude. Like that comes out. What comes out May thirty first. I'm definitely watching that. Yep. You know what I'm saying I still, I still got to watch the rest of Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol is okay, but that Titans show. I'm telling you, Titans is amazing. I love every single second of Titan. I probably binge watched that all in one Saturday. I sat down and watched the whole uh, season, dude. It's it's good. I, I, I enjoyed. I enjoyed the Batman family. So, what's your guys' favorite uh, Thanos line from uh, Endgame? Like, what line did he say that? I like when he uh, was Scarlet Witch was like, you took everything from me. He's like, I don't even know who you are. <laughs> I thought that was funny. <laughs> Best line. Best line. I am inevitable. Yeah. <laughs> he thought he got the, the, the stones and then he realized he did it. And then uh, Tony was like, well, I'm Iron Man. And then he barbecued yeah. himself. <laughs> you, know what's, you know what's funny? Like when he when he said, oh, yeah. And um, I leaned over to my wife, and he said, "Oh yeah, well I'm." And I said, "Right." I leaned over and said to my wife, I, "I'm Iron Man." <laughs> right when he said it, she's like, "How'd you know that?" I'm like, "How could you not know that he's not gonna say that, dude?" <laughs> you know? I love. <laughs> yeah, he says to the three, uh, like the three main Avenger dudes. Uh, he's like, "You could not live with your own failure." And where did that bring you? Right back to me. <laughs> <laughs> or what? When uh, Scarlet Witch like was. Like beating him, he's telling the guy, I was like, drop the pops. He's like, but our soldiers, he's like, I don't care, do it. Already, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you know, uh, so there's some visuals they took from uh, the Finney Gauntlet comic. Do you know when he uh, went to that, that one planet? 
he sat and he put his like arm in the scarecrow. Like that was like the comics. They took some visuals of it. I thought it was funny. Like he just start cooking and he has like his uh his tank top on. He just chill it. He just but he just wiped out a whole you know. It was so funny to me. Or when he uh he saw him him his future like his death and he's like, well, what happens happens and that's my future. <laughs> he wasn't scared. Fulfilled. Yeah, <laughs> right. It's like it's like you, you know what it reminded me of when they attacked him because his arm was all like fucked up and shit. Yeah. Like it reminded me of uh, it reminded me of a scary movie. You know, it's like <laughs> y'all what you wanting me mashed potatoes? Yeah. Grab my strong arm. You know, and like then they like beat his ass. The guy's in the middle of making breakfast, eating squash. He has he has a, 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 a invalid arm, and you know they chop his head off. It's like wow. They just attacked Thanos while he's making breakfast, you know. Or what was uh? There was another scene. Uh, I just forgot. Wow, I just forgot. Man, I I think yeah. Doctor Strange is a very underrated character. Cause when he gave up the the stone at the end of Infinity War, you know, and he's kind of like, "Why did you do that?" You know, and then the scene where uh Hulk or Banner, you know, was talking with, um, uh, I forget her name, uh, the lady's name from the Doctor Strange movie, you know. Oh, oh, the, uh, the, the ancient one. Yeah. yeah, thank you. Yeah, the ancient one, you know, and she says, you know, he's like, maybe Doctor Strange made a mistake. She's like, no, because he was meant to be the best of us. Maybe it was me who made the mistake, and that caused her to give the stone to, uh, the cause, you know, and then right, yeah. So I think Doctor Strange was kind of underrated in in both Infinity War and Endgame. His his movie is underappreciated too. A lot of people not like talk about that movie. I thought that movie was really good too. Yeah, but they're saying like Doctor Strange too. They're saying they're gonna go back in the with the ancient one and do more with her. Maybe I think maybe half Doctor Strange and half her. That would be cool. And uh yeah. Let's see what, what they do with uh, Strange. But we know, like, his the one guy, his friend, like, he, he betrayed him. So that I think that's going to be the third movie of Doctor Strange. Because we saw at the end, like, he was hunting down the, the others, like, the the people who went to became, uh, what's it called, the Supremes? Oh. Uh, what's what's yeah, their name? See, they, I can't think of the name of them. Yeah, the... Uh... That one guy, his friend, he's going to attack all those all those guys who use those, those the powers of, of the of the same powers that Doctor Strange uses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm drawing a blank too. I know what you're talking about. I know what you're saying. Like like what he is, like yeah. the technical term of his people. Yeah, I forgot. I just I threw a blank. I can't believe I forgot, but. Yeah, but um, I'm, I'm I was also seeing some rumors about an Avengers Five movie. So um, you know, just like just like a lot of groups that they put together, like Avengers, and you know, for instance, the Sinister Six. You know, it just it, it technically might not be the Avengers of the first Avengers movie. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, Ant Man and the Wasp are original members of the Avengers themselves, not. Not Scott Lang and Hope Van Dyke, but Hake Pym and um, God, I'm drawing a blank on Michelle Pfeiffer's character's name. But um, also, they, they were they were the they were the original ones. So yeah, and Hake Pym, 
Hank actually made Ultron, not Tony or uh, True. This is true. This is true. So, so that when they said Age of Ultron, I thought that's where they could bring Ant Man and Wasp, but they didn't. Yeah. But those are those are little tweaks that like I'm not really like, like I'm I don't really care for. Like I think that's those are fine. But you know how like DC like killed off uh, like Snyder said uh, he. The dead Robin was Dick Grayson, not Jason Todd. Like those are those big, those are big tweaks that I, like, I don't see like that should be happening. Right, right, because it changes, it changes uh, further storylines. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you know, and then and, and then you can't go back and oh well, how, how did you become alive? Become the Red Hood, or you know, oh the Lazarus Pit fucker. You know, ha ha ha. You're not the only one that uh, could uh, come back from the dead. So. Yeah, I agree with you on that one too. Who do you think is the most quotable villain, Bane or Thanos? Like, who you quote more? Because those are, like when I watch, you know, Dark Knight Rises, like Bane had like one like some lines that you just could quote all day. <laughs> I still, I still go with Bane, and I still try to do the yes too. Yeah. Yes. Batman. Yeah, he has. He has. He has the voice. You know, Thanos might have some like. Some spiritual, off the wall, cosmos shit, but Bane has like just like just because of his voice alone, it just makes it even better. When they first like when Avengers ended, and then they did like they showed the after the credits and they showed Thanos, I was so hyped. I was like, I can't believe like that's gonna happen. I thought that's gonna be the second one, but then then I found out you read more and say that's gonna be like the big bad for for the last Avengers. Yeah, and I was like, right. right. And then they they came up with Civil War. I didn't know if they was going to do that. So I, I'm glad they put that in the middle. So you see, like, the Avengers broken up, and Thanos comes at the time, like, no, they're all, like, broken in half. And, and it's kind of like, right? like a tactic that that's really smart by him. Most definitely. Yeah. Loki, like, you think he's still alive? Or he's yep. gone? Oh, he's dude. They're they're, good, they're probably gonna have a show on Disney Plus for him. It's, I'm, I'm gonna send you guys a link about the the rumored shows and the confirmed shows that are coming on Disney Plus. They're have, they're even having a, a a cartoon called the uh off of the What If series, where like for instance, uh, I think the first episode is gonna be if Peggy Carter took the Super Soldier Serum and uh not Steve Rogers and Steve Rogers in this is 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 in this like mechanical suit. You know what I'm saying? It's an animated series. So um, I think I think that'd be kind of kind of cool. But I think like Loki and stuff like that, like we're gonna know a lot more from the Disney live action shows that they're gonna be coming out with. I think they're gonna go hand in hand with the MCU, you know, and the movies and everything. I know they want to do a, a Hawkeye movie with him is like they want not a movie, a show. It's him giving like training someone else to become Hawkeye. And I think it's gonna be his daughter. I think it'd be cool to see like him trying to train his daughter and also regretting what he did when Bill when he was winning uh, like a whole revenge spree and then when he was running. Yeah. And then when he uh probably feels guilt that it was his fault that Natasha died instead of him. And the way they did that, like, you they were like, Oh, it's Natasha, oh it's Hawkeye. And then, oh, it's Natasha again. Oh, it's, it's going to be a Hawkeye. And Hawkeye is like halfway through the ground. And then Natasha saves him. And then she dies. That was that was crazy. Yeah, that was a good scene. Yeah. Definitely. 
But, you know, it makes sense for Natasha to, to sacrifice herself because she doesn't have, you know, she doesn't got kids. Hawkeye yeah, she has kids. My kids. <laughs> <laughs> my kids. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Me and Joe, for like three hours on Twitter, we were just doing that. <laughs> with uh, the whole story with, uh, what's his name, Zach Smith? Yeah, the Ohio State coach that Urban Meyer covered up for, you know, like he would go on Twitter rants about how his kids were the victim and all of this. So we would like tweet at him and be like, my kids, damn it, stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> like we just watched the show. Oh, God, that was funny. <laughs> oh, man. You think another, like I know in the comics, like he does. Captain America does like come back, or he he became old, like he retired. But then, like I think something happened, and then he came back as a a younger version of himself. You think they will do that with here, or you think he's just completely done? I think they kind of leave the door open just in case Chris Evans wants to come back. But if not, then they have the perfect ending for him. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of story arcs where uh, you know where Captain America is still old and still kicking ass. Yeah. So it's not like they, they can't bring that into the fray either. You know what I'm saying? Marvel's doing it right. Hands down, Marvel is doing it right. And, and DC wants to follow that format. And I think, uh, God, I don't want to go back into this DC, DC thing, but Marvel's just doing it right. Well, you, we have to, like, when we talk about Marvel, you have to talk about, like, DC because they're basically hand-to-hand, like, competition. I do. Marvel's formula doesn't work for DC. Like DC needs to figure out what what's their formula instead of trying to exactly. copy. Exactly. And I think they thought just going with a, just a straight up Justice League right off the bat was the right way. It could be, but the way they did it wasn't right. So, where, to me, where everything lies is doing a Flashpoint movie. Shaking up the whole fucking DC universe, letting people see when modern the the, the non uh, DC fans shake everything up, make it all crazy, and then you can bring that whole flashpoint back to the beginning and make it right that ship again, and you can start again. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you're right. They need to do something that's totally different and like off the wall, out of the box. You know. And the one thing, like flashpoints, has some moments with. Uh... You know, Barry and then Bruce. Like, there's like a, a I, I read something saying, uh, like Bruce said, like if if his parents were still alive today, like his parents would want Bruce to be like Barry. Like Barry's the type of guy like his parents want him want him to be. And at the end, you know, right. when Barry got the letter and gave it to Bruce, and Bruce read it, like he was, you know, he he cried. Like you never see Bruce that way. So those are moments that you never see in those movies uh, to this day. And like, they should, but they won't. They just won't. <laughs> Don't know why, but they won't. And you know me, like, fan sites, like, I, I go on, I read, and I'll, and, I'll, and I'll scroll through the comments when people think about articles, and so many people share this that view of they need to go dark with, with, with Flashpoint. They need to go dark with DC, because that's what DC, to me, what really should hang their head, head on is being that, and, and Joe said this so great a few podcasts ago. I don't know exactly verbatim what you said, but it's like that dismal hopelessness that comes with the DC, you know, universe, man. It, and it is true. It's that you always have to feel that way. You have to, I, ha- I have to feel that way in order for me to feel 
like it is DC. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if 89, if the 89 Batman spoiled the crap out of me, but I want that feel in almost every DC comic book that I read. I think Dark Knight really spoiled, like the 89 and then Heath Ledger performance and then the whole Dark Knight movie spoiled like everybody because you, that's your expectation and then they can't go honestly higher than that. Yeah. Another right. thing is like they could go dark and then like that's the, the beauty between like Superman and Batman's interaction and why they they it's like yin and yang. You know, Batman's a dark side and then Superman's a like the hopeful and then like the great good side and then the bright side of it. So those right. they should have done. It seems like Superman had like the Man of Steel movie was like super like dimmed like I, to me it was like just loud and dark and I couldn't like there was nothing to to it and then like that's why I wanted to see like those two interactions like those because those basically they're they really view each other as brothers and I never like felt that in Batman versus Superman or even like I didn't watch the Justice League movie I didn't take my time off from my hard work <laughs> my money to watch that. <laughs> Like, ever since Suicide Squad, I saw that, and I was like, this is just diarrhea. <laughs> like, this is terrible. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, like I said, we could probably, us three can go on for days with this script, right. but we, 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 need, we need to, the next big one, I don't know what the next big one is, but we can always squeeze in comic book talk, man, whenever you guys want to. I'm down. Always. I'm down. All right. Well, I guess that does it, man. Um, I'm Sasha. I'm Joe. Not far, Bart. And this has been Beards for Radio, man. Guys, check it out.